you're not here just to be here. Yeah. But you made a decision that since you're right. here, you're going to pray. Right. All right? And we have to be on one accord for that to happen. I believe that the word has uh, an imminent place in terms of our understanding how we then pray. So we are going to have throughout uh, the first part of this evening a series of sermons coming from the advanced communications class. And uh, they have, um, uh, they, they've already been in that place of knowing exactly what they have to work on. They know. They are preaching on the various spiritual disciplines. They have chosen the discipline that God has placed in their hearts to uh, share with us tonight. So we will start with seven sermons on spiritual disciplines. They will come and they will uh, tell you the discipline that they will speak to. Disciplines are important in terms of your study, in terms of your um, allowing yourselves to hear and to obey the voice of God throughout your time of study at Alliance Theological Seminary. We, we will start, we'll have Quay uh, Kong who is going to start us out. Be the first one always not easy. But I'm ready. Amen. 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 All right. Um, shall we bow our head and pray? Lord, we thank you for this evening. Lord, you're a wonderful, amazing God. And you gather us here together to, to, uh, to glorify your name. We trust that this is the day that God you have made for us to rejoice in you. So we pray that, uh, Lord, Speak to us and give us wisdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good evening, brothers and sisters. Good evening. Well, tonight I'm going to preach on submission. Wow. Um, I think the word submission may sound very imitating to some of you and make you feel uncomfortable because submission may have a negative connotation to it because it means that you are giving of yourself or surrendering to someone of a higher authority. In this world, submission is often seen as a bad thing because it reflects an abuse of power and position that seems to put people into bondage. In fact, as a licensed mental health counselor, I have seen when people misuse their um, uh, submission, they, it causes a lot of brokenness and pain and suffering in families, in uh, your workplace, and even in church. So, um, however, this evening, I would like all of you to invite all of you to open your hearts and minds to a new way of looking at submission. Um, the submission that I'm talking about is through the perspective of our faith and according to the values of God's kingdom. In his book, Celebration of Discipline, Richard Foster said, the goal of spiritual discipline is freedom. And each discipline has its corresponding freedom. What's freedom corresponding to submission? It is the ability to lay down the terrible burden of always needing to have our own way. I repeat, he said that it is the ability to lay down the terrible burden of always needing to have our own way. Yeah. You see, one of the values of this modern world is autonomous or acting independently. 
And the word I is about everything. We are living in a postmodern world, which means there's no absolute truth. If you think, if you believe it's truth, then it's truth. So um, the idea that things have to go my own way has become the most important thing in our lives right now. So, however, according to the values of God's kingdom, submission can lead to freedom, can lead to a stronger and healthier relationship to our God. In fact, the basic understanding of the discipline of submission is found on the book of Mark 8.34. It reads, Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Brothers and sisters, first, the word whoever means Jesus has extended his invitation of saving grace to all people. And Jewish or Gentile, male or female, doesn't matter. Just to come and follow him as disciples if they believe in him, repent their sins, obey and follow. Isn't it great that to have such a universal saving grace for all humanity? Yes. Amen. Amen. Second, Jesus didn't force anyone to be his disciple. Did you see what Jesus said here? When Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple... It applies to all people. I mean, it applies that people do have a choice. Yeah. They do have a choice. To follow Jesus requires us to make a choice mm. to walk away from our sins and enter a righteous relationship with God. It does not require any academic analysis or any theological positions. Mm. When Jesus need, what Jesus needs is our heart Amen. to follow him. Amen. But that's not all. Third, Jesus said, let him deny himself. We often call this self-denial. And it simply means when you come to Christ, you come to him completely. It means you give yourself to him completely. And some people may say, okay, I'm ready to follow Christ, but I'm not ready to give full control to Jesus. I want to hold on to independence. I mean, some control, and I want to retain some independence. But in other words, this is not a complete submission. It's only a partial submission. But what does it mean to be a disciple of Christ? What does it mean? It's a full commitment of self to Christ. Yes. No holding back. No holding back. Yes. 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 <laughs> Lastly, the passage said, and take up his cross and follow me. Yeah. Brother and sister, this is a strong command because it means we must be willing to suffer for Christ. In this passage, self-sacrifice is the main idea, even to the point of giving your life. For the Christ's sake. I believe this is the reason why many Christians have stumbled because many Christians they want to find an easy way to follow Christians. It's like I mean to follow Christ is like cutting corners. And the message of this passage is if you want to follow Christ, you can, but the requirements of being a disciple cannot be dismissed. Your, Your submission, your obedience. And taking up your own cross to follow Jesus in your daily life is not something that you can negotiate or compromise. Here I would like to share a very um, personal testimony. Uh, years ago, after lunch, I, I closed my office door and, and on my knees to pray. All of a sudden, a, um, um, one of my church uh, uh, sisters' face popped up in my mind. So 
In fact, I didn't really know her that much. What I know is she's a single parent, have two kids, and uh, I was trying to, uh, I was praying for her. All of a sudden, my tears just rolled down my face. I just cannot stop it. And I specifically say, Lord, I pray to God. I mean, I pray that the unemployment won't come to her because she needs the job to support her kids. And after that, after some more prayers, and um, I stopped. And then a few hours later, I heard that the Holy Spirit speak to me. The Holy Spirit said, call her and tell her that you pray for her. I said, Lord, you kidding me? No, I'm not going to do this. I mean, pray for someone. It's just a natural thing. Besides, I mean, I don't want to be embarrassed. So then I just said, no. And then a couple of hours later, the Holy Spirit come back and, 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 and asked me to go ahead. I mean, to, to call my sisters and, and to tell her that I call, uh, I pray for her. I, again, I said, no. Again, the third times. But this time, the Holy Spirit louder, the voice is louder. And then I look at the clock, wow, it was like 10, 40 something at night after I, uh, I put my kids, my younger one, to sleep. So I, I said, Lord, I surrender. And then I pick up the call, I mean, I pick up the phone and call my sister. I said, uh, sister, uh, today I, I, I pray for, I mean, I pray for you. I just explained the reason why I call her. And she right away, she asked me this question. When did you pray for me? I said, between 1.30 to 2. And then she said, yes, today I was in big trouble because um, I was uh, I was being complained uh something wrong i mean i did something wrong and then i had a big meeting between 12 to 3 with the hr um departments and some of the supervisors managers but now everything is over because they found out that i didn't do anything wrong so now i'm okay amen, amen. yes i thank god that i call her because and i thank god that i submit to the holy spirit otherwise in my life i would have no chance to find out what had happened to my sister on that day so yes we have to completely submit it doesn't matter big or i mean big and small things but what we need is to submit to christ completely and thomas Kevin once said this jesus has many who have who love his kingdom in heaven but few who bear his cross he has many who desire comfort, but few who desire suffering. He finds many to share his feast, but few his fasting. All decide to rejoice with him, but few are willing to suffer for his sake. Many follow Jesus to the breaking of bread, but few to the drinking of the cup of his passion. Many admire his miracles, but few follow him in the humiliation of his cross. Many love Jesus as long as no hardship touches them. Many praise and bless him as long as they are receiving any comfort from him. So remember, we submit to our Lord in all things, small and big areas, not selectively. So to close, I want to challenge you all with this question. Are you ready and willing to carry your cross and submit to Jesus Christ to follow and to do his will? May our Lord bless you with all his word. God bless. Thank you.